Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Master Your Energy podcast. I'm your grateful host, Megan Wren, poet, author, holistic lifestyle coach on a mission to empower growth, change, and transformation. Today on the podcast, we have special guest Lorraine Pimienta. And Lorraine is initiated guide, teacher, healer, and shaman through the lineage of King Solomon. And since 2008, she's provided ancient teachings all over the world from LA to London. And she's an active public speaker. She's a TEDx role speaker. And she's also been at the Conscious Life Expo. And she currently resides in Orange County. And she teaches advanced metaphysical workshops and offers ancient shaman healings, primarily through her light center, This Euphoric Life. So without further ado, please welcome Lorraine. Maureen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this morning. This is round two. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Megan, for having me. <laughs> yeah. Would you would you mind starting by introducing yourself to the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Lorraine Pimienta, and my business is called This Euphoric Life. And I am a spiritual guide. Um, I'm a teacher of the advanced metaphysical arts, and I am a healer as well. Amazing. So tell me a little bit about your background, how you got into doing this work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how I got into this, actually, at, at quite a young age, you got to go a little further back. So, um, you know, I was born in, in Los Angeles, like very very normal, very like ordinary <laughs> circumstances. But um, when I was little, um, I was about, I was still a baby. I was under a year. Um, you know, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer uh, and I went through chemotherapy, the sur surgery, the works. Uh, I went into remission. And then when I was a toddler, I relapsed. So I had uh, kidney cancer again, went through surgery, chemotherapy, all of that. Um, so what I was left with was about 20, 20, 25% of one kidney. Um, and that, you know, kept me going for a while. But the the doctors told my mom and my dad and my whole family, really, that it wasn't going to last forever, that I would eventually need a kidney transplant. And that is actually what happened. So when I was starting high school, you know, I was in and out of the hospital all the time. That was really normal for me. I, you know they were looking at my blood work and it looked like I was going into uh, kidney failure at that age. So I went on the transplant list. I had to hit a certain threshold of failure. When I was about 16, I went on. So I waited for about two years for a kidney. And, and a month before my graduation, I got my uh, kidney transplant. So it was the first time ever that my body really became mine. I my health came back, like I was able to stay awake the whole day. I was able to, you know, stand up out of a chair or a sofa without feeling exhausted. I mean, kidney failure is an interesting one because you're so filled with toxins. You're so out of it and you're always sleeping. You have very little strength. Like tying my shoes took the wind out of me. That was yeah. a big task for me. So when with my kidney transplant, you know, all of a sudden I was getting all of my strength back. I got my hunger back. I started to get this muscle development that I didn't even know I could grow muscles in, in these places. And it was just normal, a normal body. It wasn't, I wouldn't say I'm very muscular or anything like that. So with my body back, 
I didn't really have the coping skills to, you know, process what had happened. So I got really depressed. I was very anxious. I, you know, I had trouble relating to other people. And it was around that time, I knew I was like 18, 19 years old. I was so young. I called out to, you know, the universe or the cosmos or the angels, whoever was listening. And I was like, I, I need to get better. I can't live my life in this depressed, anxious state. So, um, you know, the universe responded and I got a, yeah, okay, you, you won't. Uh, and I met a wonderful professor. Her name was Barbara Bullard. Um, and she was teaching at Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa in Orange County. And she started to talk to me about crystals and, and healings and cords and, you know, her, her class, she was talking to the whole class about this. So she was a communications professor and, you know, she was very, very good at not allowing me to go off the, the deep end with my self-talk with my very negative self-talk. And she was very good at redirecting me and the way I, I thought about myself and, and the way I talked to myself. And then, you know, she was talking about, you know, mystery school mystery school she would always drop the the words mystery school in in her class and I I didn't really know what that was um uh, but she brought in um a young woman who was a, a healer at the mystery school and she demonstrated uh, the life activation which uh is like an activation of your DNA so that your DNA can really be expressed and then she talked about cord cuttings how we develop these uh cords with people where you're exchanging energy good and bad, but it, the cord cutting would be cutting away all of the, the negativity. So I thought, okay, cool. I know what I want. I definitely need a cord cutting. So I called her and I uh, wanted to book a, a time to, to receive a cord cutting, but she said, uh, you know, Lorraine, after you've, you told me your story, I think what would really help you is the life activation. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go get a, a life activation. I trust you. And it was really incredible, Megan. Things changed for me immediately. It was like I had this sense of clarity that I was able to see myself fully, some of the choices that I had made, even, you know, being able to see the friends that I had at the time and, and really where I was valued in their life, which at that time was not very, very high. So I was able to make a lot of choices with an, like this new lens. And then uh, I wanted to learn more. So I took this two-day class called Empower Thyself. And it's interesting, it's not an ordinary class. It was like things were awakening inside of me. And at the end, there was a really beautiful ceremony where I was given uh, 10 times the power, the authority, the energy to all of a sudden make new choices and a lot more energy to achieve my goals. And then um, shortly after that, I, I moved to London. So I was initiated uh, in, in this tradition in August 2008, in December 2008. I, I moved away. And then I continued a lot of my spiritual training over in London, London, England. Cool. That's <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're on. Um, I, I was so just like engrossed with your story. It's very, it's very fascinating. So tell me a little bit more about how this life activation and maybe even this these classes the class the communications class that you took and the um empower thyself and how 
what did you learn in there that just really felt like that gave you that internal power to make better decisions and see more clearly? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the the Empower Thyself class, it's something that I, I'm able to teach now. And it's interesting. You learn a lot more about what you what you are and who you are. You learn about everything. Okay, we're very familiar with our physical body. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we actually also have a spiritual body, a spirit body, a soul body. And just as complex as our physical body is, our energetic body, so our aura, um, our etheric body, it's it's all attached to us. And we go through some of the the, com- the complexities of how we are actually structured as, as people. So when we begin to understand that, we, we can really start to understand how, you know, stimulus affects us and, you know, how we, some of us will process information and how we can actually change this through a lot of healing. But you also learn a lot about, um, you know, the, the structure of, of the universe and how to really connect with it. And in those two days, it's it's very interesting because you are handed down. So we have, it's an oral tradition. So you are handed down in person. It doesn't have to be in person. Some really holy rituals. So you are able to harness energy and be able to use it for yourself. And we're we're all really powerful beings. We're very, we're very powerful as, as humans, but a lot of us don't know it. So the Empower Thyself class helps you tap into all of that. And it's it's really incredible. I'm curious of, well, I have two questions. One, what do you think inhibits us from knowing how much power that we do have inside? And then I forget the other questions. Let's start with that one. Oh, I remember it, but let's start with that one. (laughs) Well, you know, look at the world we live in, right? Um, Some of it might have to do with like our upbringing or the stories that we, we tell ourselves about who and what we are. I mean, even from me personally, you know, telling myself like I did for years that I was damaged goods and how that affected me mentally. And even, you know, it's like my cells hurt it, my my whole body hurt it. Uh, and we get used to that sort of dialogue, either with ourselves or our, you know, our family, our friends. A lot of times we are our worst critic. The way we we talk to ourselves, we would never speak to our our friends or family like that. And it's normal, is normal in that in our society. I mean, look at how some of our marketing or marketing is done. Yeah. That you know, buy this product, buy, you know, buy this experience, and, and this is going to make you you happy. So it's also even artificially creating a problem. So you know, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to to this. Um so it is having somebody come in, or at least in my experience, having a teacher come in and just being able to do a realignment or to, you know, do that awakening to and to teach us uh, about more about who we are and what we are. Because uh, what we tell ourselves in the world and growing up, that's it's not real. It's not true. Hopefully that answers your, your yeah. Question. Well, and that just makes me think that I think something along the lines of ninety percent of our thoughts are habitual and eighty percent of them are negative. So it's like that power of repetition. What are we? What is the story that we're telling ourselves that's creating? And then also a big thing that you said uh, made me think of awareness. 
like the life activation sounds like it's enhancing your awareness because we are so tied into our external world and attaching our identity and thoughts to what we see on the outside rather than really going in and discovering who we are and what our true authentic self is exactly exactly because how we define ourselves even by our relationships our occupation uh what is it that we do in life that isn't who we are right um you know i'm a daughter i'm a sister i'm a friend but is that who i am mm -mm. it's it's just defining the relationships that i have which is which is cool it's it's they're important relationships but it it isn't me so you know, that's why I think this work is, is so important because there's a, a a hermetic principle as within, so without. So when we fix all of that inside of us, how is that going to, you know, echo in our external world and with our relationships? It's going to be, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really it sounds like we're changing our inner world to then change our outer world. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so, you know, you're talking about that we are like, there's, there's more to us than our physical bodies. We have our energetic and spiritual bodies. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is? Cause that might seem a little bit like, what is, what does that mean? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we go through a lot of this in the empower thyself class. Uh, and then we go into this even further because there's further training outside of the empower thyself class where you learn how to work as a healer with somebody's, uh, you know, spiritual body uh, and our energetic body to to really get somebody ready to receive, uh, you know, the life activation and a lot of the the healings. But, you know, think about it as, okay, the secret is very popular, right? Um, so it's a, a hermetic law. Uh, I guess I think it's the hermetic law of uh, vibration. Mm. Where, you know, if we were just these dense beings, and that's it, physical, nothing else, we would not be able to affect or even be able to use like the, the secret. So when we ra we're raising our vibration, when we are thinking about creating, you know, our, our world, so think of it as creating the, our mission, or visualizing our mission and all of a sudden being able to attract the people, the finances, the abundance. If we were just physical dense beings, we wouldn't be able to do that at all. And even when in my story, when I said I, I called out to the universe, the cosmos, if there was nothing else to me, I'm like, I'm not a rock. I'm not just this physical dense thing. Uh, the universe would not have responded. Yeah. So just, you know, I like to think about it that way. Well, and that kind of also makes sense because like we are matter and matter is energy and matter is held together by chemical bonds that are held together by chemical energies. Yeah. And like, it takes energy to do everything we do. So why would we neglect the energetic part of life? And like, everybody talks about energy. I didn't have enough energy today. I need some more energy. But like, if we dig deeper, we can ask like, what is that? You know, what do you really mean? And where does that come from? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And we, we are so aware of it in our society today. I'm sure you've seen it, Megan, like um, some of the memes on Instagram or Facebook, when we talk about, you know, boundaries, take your energy back, taking your power back. Yeah. And, you know, we, we feel it in our society that we're, we're feeling drained when we say that we feel that, that lack of energy, we're aware of it when we give in our power away, whether it be to a relationship that's not fulfilling or to a job or to a friendship where you're just not getting anything back. We, we feel it. We just don't know what to do about it. And that's what I'm really passionate about to help people feel, feel powerful and know that they are powerful. Mm. And I have, uh, I've had the, the training and the tools that have helped me so that it's what I'm, I'm very passionate about, you know, giving to others. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can you talk to me more, a little bit about what a life activation is? Yeah, absolutely. So think about it this way. We have our, our DNA and our DNA is both physical and spiritual. So the life activation, it's, it's about a, a 90 minute session where you will have a, you know, a certified life activation practitioner working with your energetic body. So it can take anywhere from like half an hour to maybe 45 minutes of the, the practitioner, you know, preparing your entire energetic body to receive what is the actual life activation in the end. So, uh, you know, everybody who is a life activation practitioner goes to a five day training intensive called Healers Academy where you learn, you know, when we practice uh, the life activation. And then with a shamanic wand, uh, the life activation is just on the back of your head where um, the light is actually placed into uh, the etheric body so that your DNA can really be expressed. Because um, I don't know if you're familiar with epigenetics, uh, mm -hmm. where the you know, our DNA and our, our genetics are affected by everything from, you know, ancestral things, family things, but also pollutants, environmental toxins, and our DNA cannot be expressed like we, like it should. So the life activation clears, helps to clear all of that out so that who and what you truly are, like the actual chromatin of the, the DNA is actually opening up and can be expressed. So how is your life going to change when, you know, you're, you're not wound up like this, it's, you're actually open. So that's why I've had people say they feel, but a lot of times they say they feel really relaxed afterwards, but then it's a sense of knowing and clarity that comes. And then people start to, to see where their spiritual gifts are. And that's really, really exciting. And that's, it's sometimes it happens immediately. Sometimes it takes a couple of months when somebody looks back and thinks, oh, wow, things have really changed for me. Yeah. Well, that makes me think about, and I know that you and I have talked about this a little bit too, but you know, what we're putting in our bodies as well expresses itself through our DNA. It helps us grow. So like, you know, I'm, I'm about a month, no drinking. And I'm, mm -hmm. I think I told you, like, I've felt more clear, but that just makes me think of like that clarity when we're putting can come when we stop putting substances in our body that ties to our DNA and that would make sense that we would not feel good if we're basically like poisoning our bodies yeah a hundred percent hundred percent and you know everything we we put into our bodies can also be felt in our energetic bodies mm. I remember when I started stopped drinking a, a while a while back uh you know 
I could almost feel like the <laughs> the alcohol was still in my energetic body and it was there for a few months until it finally left. And then I started to have this, this clarity that I was like, wow, I didn't realize I was polluting myself like this and polluting my brain. Yeah. No judgment if, you yeah. know, if you would like to have a, have a drink now and then, but it's, you know, just from personal experience, that's, that's what happened. Well, and then I think also we don't, we don't understand what it's actually doing. And if we're used to doing it for a long period of time, then our body becomes used to it. So we think it's normal, but we don't know what normal feels like without it, when it could be that much better. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Cause you know, our culture really glamorizes these things. Yeah. That, you know, growing up in the early two thousands, you start to see like all these movies where, okay, when I go to college, I'm really going to go out and do all these wild things. I can't wait to grow up. And that's what being an adult is. But when you're that young and you start to, you know, put all of that in your system, that, that does become your normal. So it's hard to imagine yourself without it, but it can be done. Yeah. So, you know, most of us experience some kind of, whether it's physical trauma or emotional trauma, um, how does that affect our physical and our energetic body? That's a great question. Um, because our, our physical, our spiritual body and our, our soul body, they are all connected. Um, even for myself, when I had, you know, a lot of surgery, it, it did give my, well, it gave my energetic body also a, a huge shock. Um, I am, I'm not a somatic therapist or anything like that. So I don't have the, the technical detail, yeah. um, but that, that sort of trauma can be stored in the body. Yeah. But what some of my training has, has shown me is that, you know, parts of our, our soul can be, you know, let me, how, how do I say it? Torn is not the right way to say it, but can be pushed, pushed off. So we'll feel very scattered. So, you know, I've heard people say it when all of a sudden, you know, I, I feel like I'm all over the place. I, I can't bring myself together. Um, another symptom of it is that, you know, one time you were, you, something came in easily to you. Like it could be music, singing and music was always very easy. And then something could happen. And then all of a sudden singing music, the things that you love to do don't come as easily to you as they once did. Um, and what is great about uh, the tradition I, I trained in is that we learn all sorts of different healing modalities to be able to work with all different aspects of the, the human energy structure and the human energy body. So one of the things that I experienced a while ago, which I didn't even know that I needed, was something called a, a soul retrieval. And it was done by a, a practitioner who had been trained in my tradition. And it was a very gentle uh, calling back to the pieces of, of me that had, you know, just been scattered around. And I was told it's going to feel like um, little cookie crumbs coming back. But um, <laughs> yeah, there were definitely cookie crumbs, but there were also some bigger pieces that I felt just like came back to me. And I, 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 it was almost, even though I didn't like physically feel it, it felt like I was, I thought I was physically feeling it. And then all of a sudden when I, we had finished the session, 
I thought, wow, I'm so clear in my head. Like, I feel like everything is mine again. Yeah. And I feel really whole. And it was really, really cool. Um, but we've all experienced these sorts of things where we feel a little little scattered after trauma or something big has happened that that has shocked us. But you and I talked about this last time where I like got the like I kind of just did my own little wanted to call back, but then I was thinking like, you know, I recently went back to Vancouver and I lived in Vancouver and that was like I, there's something there that I needed to finish. And like, I'm planning on going to England in a couple months. And like, there's something there that I feel like I need to bring back together. And so I, I, it, and it makes sense based upon the emotional experiences that happened at these different places of where you would lose a piece of yourself, especially when you're like having a physical trauma or you're having some kind of emotional trauma where like you get broken. You that's like, you know, I feel my heart, I have a heartbreak, you know? So that, that sounds to me like that could be what happens. Am I, I mean, am I off my all kilter here? Like, you know, break open. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we have all, you know, contracts and, and what we, we came into this life having very set goals and and missions and and things we needed to accomplish and you know just because of how the world is (laughs) we'll we'll accomplish it to to certain uh degrees it's great if we we do but you know definitely listen to that intuition and you know do what you need to do because this life is about self-discovery and self-mastery right yeah it's it's an interesting one and um because you're you're like me Megan you're you're a world traveler so you know I get it it feels like pieces of us are are in different locations in the locations where that we loved and we we have people that we love because we're all connected right that that oneness of all that we're we're not so separate from our fellow human being you know it's interesting too I think that whole concept is interesting to think about and might be hard for some people to think about of just the oneness of all and how everything is connected and that each one of our actions and even like our healing affects something or somebody else like the more that we heal the more it'll heal like you're saying like change your internal world change your external world and like you finding these pieces of yourself and you calling back your soul might make your other relationships more whole and it might make your whole experience of life more positive because you can see through a clear lens how we are all connected oh 100 percent. and um i don't know if you relate to this but I've, I've heard other people who have traveled around i've been to everywhere i've been you know africa asia uh, all over europe um, all over the u.s and when you see other people you know, it's, it's like looking in, into the eyes of someone who is very familiar to you. Like we, we are not so different. And that's one of the things I've really discovered. Like we've all, we all want to be loved. We all want to be respected. We all want our, our home comforts and we all want to be valued. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much division, even in, you know, the U S that we, we do label each other and we demonize each other and we judge each other. And when we're putting that out in the world, 
you know, even if you think you're, you're right in what you're thinking, even if you think your judgment is right, what are you putting out there? What are you putting out there for even somebody that has nothing to do with you to even pick up and, and feel? We got our, our energetic bodies, right? We have our five physical senses and our five spiritual senses. Our five spiritual senses are a lot more sensitive than we think, even if we don't acknowledge that they exist and we we feel it. I don't know about you, but sometimes you can go into a room and think, gosh, this doesn't feel nice at all. Maybe someone before then, you know, had a fight in there or was very depressed and there's like some negativity bubbles. We're, yeah. we're all very aware of that. So to to judge our, our fellow human being, even if they're different than us, even if they think differently than us or they look different from us, it's it's something that I'm very passionate about is helping people realize or come to the realization that you know we're all one we're not so different from each other and imagine how how different our world would be if we we all thought that way oh well, yeah and then you know i think you said something that caught my attention with the the judgments like what you project you get <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and and who knows what those people are going through and and so if we can look at people with more compassion and like seeing that they're just another human going through a human experience, we cannot take somebody's actions so personally. And then if you are more kind to somebody else, you'll get that reflected back to you more likely than not. Exactly. I think... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, um, it's, it's a, again, that, that principle as within, so without, and yeah. it's something that I realized a couple of years ago, uh, you know, I've, I always had a problem with some self-judgment. And when I started to treat myself more compassionately and look at myself more compassionately, I wasn't able to give what I did not have. So then when I started to fill myself with compassion, I had a lot more to give other people. And it's it's an interesting one. So if you don't have a lot of peace inside and you're angry, are you giving people anger or are you giving them peace? It's, it's one of those things to, to think about. It's, 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 a uh, I, at least in my travels, I don't think, uh, I've, I've talked to people about this, but I don't know if this is something that how people live their lives really. Well, I think having conversations like this helps bring the awareness to it. And two, the other thing is putting on your air mask first, giving yourself the love you need before you can give it out. Because you're going to, yeah, again, you're going to just project how you're feeling on the inside, on the outside as, at, what is it as within, so without? Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, that's powerful. And, and, and thinking that we like are all made, not even humans, but just like, this is all a, it's all energy. It is all energy and we are connected to the energy all around us. So this, we're not separate from anything that we see. Everything is energy, absolutely everything. So that's why it's 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 good to have a spiritual practice. Yeah, it's good to reach out, you know, either to a teacher, yeah, or you know, really connect with everything around you, because when you start to realize how big you really are, and your your potential to, you know, live your life in joy. Um, and to get out of the the negative thought patterns 
imagine what your life would be and imagine what you could really bring to the table. So that's why I have, you know, everything that I've learned in, in my spiritual tradition in the lineage of King Solomon. And that's why I'm so passionate about bringing it out. It's helping one person at a time. Yeah. It's the microcosm and the macrocosm. I'm, I'm curious for, you know, let's say somebody's not necessarily quite ready to like go, go dive in with a teacher. Where, where would you suggest somebody start to start learning about some of this stuff and, yeah. and, and what, you know, what a spiritual practice, like, and that was my other question too. Like, what are some of your spiritual practices? Um, so if you want to answer both of those in whatever order, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, there's actually a great teacher. If you're not ready to jump in just yet, there's an, a teacher on YouTube um, called Dr. Teresa Bullard, uh, who trained me uh, in person. I studied, um, you know, un un under her for a, a number of years. And she talks a lot about the mystery school tradition. And, you know, everything from astral travel to um, human uh, potential, really interesting stuff. Um, so if you you want to take a look, it's not the same as, you know, learning in person or being in front of a teacher because you are in the teacher's energy field. Yeah. And being in, in somebody's aura, being in somebody's energy field, that's when you're really going to to have a lot of the things awaken inside of you. Um, but my spiritual practices, uh, I'm a big meditator. Um, you know, I've I've heard that. If you want to achieve enlightenment and you really want to speed that up, it's two hours per day. Uh, do I do two hours per day consistently? I'll be honest. It's it's sometimes a stretch. Um, but it is the quieting of the mind. Uh, and it is allowing, you know, those, those thoughts to really be, you know, float away from you. So you have that opening to bring in more. Because I, I read on online the other day and I thought it was brilliant. The the value of the cup is its emptiness. So what can you fill inside of it? And so that's what meditation really does help. And, and um, because I've been trained in my tradition, I, I do rituals every day. Rituals to prepare my energy structure and to bring in all of the, the good energy from the cosmos into my life and be able to, to work with. Very interesting. Um, can you, um, I have one more question. Sure. Well, not one more, but what, what is a ritual and why are those important? Yeah. So a ritual is, uh, calling in energy, um, uh, and also, you know, dispersing it. So calling it in and commanding it, but also sending it away. And it is probably the most powerful way to really harness the the energy around you and rituals are handed down in my tradition in person because it is an oral tradition from somebody who is a uh, a certified guide to the the student um so it all it needs to be done in a a certain way in an energetic temple um and it, it takes some there are some hand movements uh and and some words so you you would work with the teacher with the guide um, to be able to learn how to do it correctly. Lauren, where can people learn more about you or find you? Um, well, you can look me up online. My website is this euphoric life.com, or you can find me by name. My name is super Googleable because I think I'm the only Lorraine Pimienta on the internet. 
Cool. Or you can find me uh, on Instagram uh, or Facebook, This Euphoric Life. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time, Lorraine. This is always a pleasure. Thank you, Megan, for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, like, share, subscribe, and then check out the show notes, and we will see you next time.